that's when it hit me that I need to spend less time thinking about opening some door to get to another room and take the fucking time to realize how great the room I am in really is. How many resources, how much good fortune I have around me, everything that I can leverage within myself, within the people I know, with the resources around me. There is so much potential there, but I was missing it because I was looking at all the other rooms around me. Ready to go? Run it. What's up, everybody, and welcome back to the Go Get It podcast. I'm Hunter, and I am joined, as always, by my co-host, Austin. And today, we are going to be talking about how to get into the room where it happens. But here's a hint. You're already in it. How often are you thinking about what you don't have, what you lack, what could be? Well, today, Austin is going to share his personal story on this topic and how a shift in perspective changed everything for him. And maybe it can for you too. So Austin, take it away, brother. Thank you, Hunter. So this story goes back a couple years ago when I really started to develop this self-awareness with myself that I wanted to be a documentary filmmaker. I had this aspiration that I wanted to be one of the best documentary film directors in the world. That was like the long-term vision. And it took me a lot of trial and error and trying things to even arrive at that realization. I studied journalism in school. And when I started to learn about the documentary filmmaking industry, there were things that felt similar. There were skill sets that felt really aligned with what I already had. But there was also this whole other world it seemed like the, the people who were a part of the documentary filmmaking industry, uh, the way projects got funded, the way projects got made, the types of cameras people use, the types of audio equipment, the, the team sizes, everything felt a little bit different. And I started to get a little insecure that maybe my skill set actually couldn't get me to where I wanted to go. Now, at this time that I was having some insecurities, I met a couple people who were in the documentary filmmaking industry, and they kept telling me about, oh, you know, it's a small world. It's a small world. You just have to get to know a couple people. You just have to get on a couple projects. And so when they were telling me this, I was like, oh, that's the ticket. All I need to do is just get to know that person, get to know that camera, get to know that project. And so I even started going on trips. I came out to the East Coast and did a whole trip where my goal was just to network and connect with people in the documentary filmmaking industry. And I took as many meetings as possible. I was learning. I was literally going to these cocktail parties that I felt extremely uncomfortable at, not knowing anyone, just showing up uninvited to these cocktail parties where I knew that there was going to be all these people in the documentary filmmaking industry. And I'd go in there and try to talk to people and they would ask me, who are you? 
And I would be like, yeah, you know, I'm just a documentary filmmaker. And they'd be like, who are you? Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Who am I? Who are you? (laughs) That's right. That's right. And I did this for a while. And I started to have this line play out in my head, Hunter. And that was, if I can just get my foot in the door. If I can just get my foot in the door, then this will happen. Then I'll be, you know, on my way. Then I'll find the mentor or the teammate that I've always wanted that will really launch where I want to go. I just kept having this line play out in my head. If only I could get my foot in the door, get my foot in the door. And I spent so much time thinking about that door and just how to get my foot into it. Now, one day, while I was having those thoughts play out, I got a DM on Instagram from some guy who I did not know. Showed up in that uh, that everything else inbox, you know, not your primary one, your general one. And I went over to it and I looked at it and it was a young filmmaking journalism student. And this person told me in this message, said, hey, I've been following your work for a while here on Instagram. I've looked at the stuff that you've put out on on your YouTube channel, saw that you did the National Geographic grant. And I just wanted to ask you real quick, if you have some time, I'd love to talk to you on the phone about how you got your foot in the door. (laughs) And I was shocked. I was like, it really hit me. And I think it really hit me because he used that exact phrase that I kid you not, Hunter, had been going through my brain constantly. Get my foot in the door. Get my foot in the door. And here is this guy now asking me, how did I get my foot in the door? You're looking like, but it's what? It's not in there yet. (laughs) That's right. That's right. But that's when it hit me. That's when it hit me that. I need to spend less time thinking about opening some door to get to another room and take the fucking time to realize how great the room I am in really is. How many resources, how much good fortune I have around me, everything that I can leverage within myself, within the people I know, with the resources around me. There is so much potential there, but I was missing it because I was looking at all the other rooms around me. And then I started to think back to this principle and improv that we learn and it's, I love it. It's actually the definition of what it means to improvise. The definition that strikes me as the most core to what it means to improvise is to make the best out of what is readily available to you. In improv, that means when I step out onto a blank stage, an audience looks at the performer and they, and they see, oh my gosh, that person has nothing. How is that person going to make a story? How is that person going to make a scene? But if you're a skilled improviser, what you learn to do is you step out on that stage and you realize all the gifts around you. You realize that every sound, a creak in the rafters, a laughter in the audience, every crack 
on the uh, on the floor. Everything around you is an offer that you can jump into and leverage to make a scene, to make a story. So we learn as improvisers to make the best out of anything that's available to us and leverage that to make magic, to use our imaginations. And so right when that person sent me that message about how I got my foot in the door, I started to realize I am not doing this. I am so worried about everyone else and what they have and wish I, where I wish I was that I'm not spending enough time on the stage I'm at, which sometimes can feel blank, listening for that laughter that I can turn into an mm. offer, looking for that crack on the floor that might be the precipice on a mountaintop. And Hunt, this is really, it's really transformed the way I think about documentary filmmaking, my career, but even beyond that. And it's really challenged me and pushed me to look around the room I'm in, that this is the room where it happens. And once I have squeezed it for all it is worth, that's the only time that I even deserve to be walking into the room next door. Yeah, dude, that's what's what's uh what's coming to mind for me right now is I I had, you know, we were on Marco Polo the other day and I was going for a run and mm. uh to and tell them what Marco Polo is if people don't know. Mar- yeah, yeah, Marco Polo is a it's like a video sharing app that you can use. My brother Austin and I um we're also we're always on there sending like, you know, funny videos to each other, keeping each other motivated, calling each other out when we're uh when we're when we're slacking a little bit. And uh, I was on a run the other day um, in Pompano Beach, Florida, and there were these amazing houses I was running by, and I was just <laughs> showing them the videos of the houses, and I was like, "What do you guys think? Is that one is like you want to like? I'll, how about we live there one day, you know?" <laughs> and uh, and uh, as a joke, but you know, just just uh, and then and I think right from there, I was like, "You know where that starts." You know how you get into the house like that? Or in this case, you know how you get into the room that you want to get into? I turned mm-hmm. the camera around and put it down at the pavement while I was running. And I said, this is how you get into, the, into that house. This is how you get into the room you want to get into. You use what you have and you hit the pavement and you grind and you, and you make the most out of what you have. And that's like, I love how you, you know, even the examples that you're pulling from, you know, from being on the stage and improv because uh, being on the stage and improv, because I am one of those people in that audience when I'm watching you or I'm watching, right. you know, who's, whose line is it anyway? Unbelievable show. And I'm like, you know, how are they going to come up with something here? You know, like I listen to the yeah. topic and I'm like, where are they going to go? And they just pull things that are just unbelievable and right there that you didn't previously see. And they make, you know, they make magic out of it. It's almost like mm-hmm. making magic. Um, yeah. And I think that's such a gift to to find that balance between, you know, acknowledging like th- this is where I want to be and then realizing how do I use what I, what I have today? How do I use the network that I have today? How do I use the... Um, abilities and the character traits that I've been that I've been blessed to learn up to this point to get me to that point um exactly one of the things the the other thing that comes up for me um is uh is actually you know in my like personal example here would be partners Mm. um like I don't you, you know 
we talk, I talked I talked to you about this the other day. Like on Amazon, it's like I'm competing. Well, tell them what, for tell them what partners terms. is. Tell them what partners so, is. Don't partner no. partners <laughs> I'm giving board you your game. chance to make your pitch now, baby. Well, I'm not. I won't do the whole pitch, but partners board game. Best board game in America. If you haven't gotten it yet, go get it. Um, <laughs> that'll be my pitch. And uh, and uh, I'm distributing this game in North America. And so nobody really knows about it yet. And I'm competing with like Hasbro, with Settlers of Catan, with, you know, huge distribution companies. And it's like, I, you know, I, I don't have the resources that they have in terms of marketing budget and, and you know, advertising dollars and... Um, and reach to retail stores. So it's like, okay, so what? Like, what right. can I do with what I have to find a niche there and compete? So maybe I'm doing like, like today actually is a great example. I just DM'd, uh, what, what's it called? Um, uh, boom, chicka, po- boom, chicka popcorn or chicka boom popcorn. Okay. And I just DM'd them and I was like, I was like, Hey, you know, like, like partner partners in popcorn sounds great to me you know like (laughs) like like my mom was my mom was there coming up with like slogans like you know what type of partner are you sweet or salty because they have like the sweet salty kettle corn popcorn flavor which i thought was brilliant so i just dm them to do a collaboration you know it's like you got to do you got to do creative stuff to, to to make do that's it that is it that is that is it this is a this is once you realize that you are in the room that it happens and you have all the resources that you need. If you truly believe that, that's when the creativity is going to start to kick in. That's when you're going to just lean into your own creativity and your own and your own superpowers. Now, huh, I want to jump on what you were just saying there because I'm getting so fired up right now. You don't have the advertising budget. You don't have the marketing dollars to hit all these people who are in on, on that East Coast, let's just say. You don't have the, the budget to be putting up billboards on the side of the freeway. But guess what you do have? Guess what you do have? You have 50 bucks to buy a pizza box sign. <laughs> this is a true story, folks. This is a tell them hunt. Tell them how you... Use the resources that you had, got creative, and stop thinking about what what you don't have and just started attacking the moment based on what you do. Uh, Yeah, so so I was driving, I had to make a drive from Florida to New Jersey recently, and I was like, I was like, how can I, how can I like do something to stand out and it not cost so much money, basically? And what I ended up thinking about was like, was like, you know, like Domino's, they have those things on top of their cars, like the Domino, you know, whoever Domino's drivers have like the the light box on top of their car. I was like, (laughs) let me see if I can like find a light box. And sure enough, went on, went online. I found one in in the shape of a pizza box. So it's in a square, just like the partner's game yeah. and and uh and got that did my did some custom graphics for myself sent that over to a design guy he mocked that up real quick car topper came in i drove home 17 hours with the light box like shining like a <laughs> christmas tree on the top of my car from florida to new jersey um and it sticks out like a sore it's brilliant it sticks out like a sore thumb i, uh, love, I love that and 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 i think that we can take this idea of really being present in the room that we are all in, especially this year in 2020 and into 2021, because we are all having to do this. We're all having to do this in a way that we've never been tested before because of coronavirus. Pretty much every single one of us who's listening or watching to this episode right now, the room that we are in, has gotten smaller 
and smaller this year than we ever could have imagined happening. We can see less friends. We can't travel as much. It's going to be putting financial pressures on a lot of people, a lot of pressures on family. And we are forced in this time of extreme challenge to lean into that creativity, to leverage what we do have. You see it businesses using this all over the world right now by just working at home. Everyone's working remotely. This is a new creative solution that is leveraging what we do have, the resources we do have. We all have a laptop. We have a computer. We can work at home. And so I want you to, at some point today, you know, this is definitely an episode where we're going to put out a challenge to you to spend more time being present in your room, thinking about less about the rooms that you want to be in or the resources that you don't have. But also I want to stress to everyone, my guess is that you are doing this all the time. And this year, one of the gifts of 2020, as much pain as there has been, it is it is challenging us to get creative and do all that we can with less resources than we ever imagined. Now, I mean, for me, another example is as a documentary filmmaker, I've spent the last few years getting the most fulfillment out of going on these international trips, you know, flying to Jordan and doing a story on Syrian refugees, spending five months living in Zambia, Mm -hmm. um, going all over the world. And those have been incredible. And now I am in my childhood bedroom. This is the room I'm in right now. (laughs) <laughs> I'm in my childhood bedroom living with my parents. And at the beginning of the pandemic, it was like, man, shit. Like, I've just like, this thing is just making my room smaller and smaller and smaller, coronavirus. But because of the lesson that I got from that one person who just DM'd me, how did you get your foot in the room? I started thinking less about what I don't have and about how my small my room is getting and instead, actually how big it really is. And that's when I put out social media challenges to me, like the 10 Shutter Club, where I took and published 10 photos every single day for a month. That's when I started going out and doing stories in com- a community that had similar themes to the types of stories that I was hoping to do in an international capacity. And that all led to when the first fires started in here in California this year, me going out into my community where I had built sources during this time that I'm living in my bedroom that I was in as a child led to me making a story that got me one of my biggest opportunities that I've ever had as a filmmaker, as a video journalist, which is right now working as a contractor for Business Insider for six months. And if I had spent all that time thinking about what I don't have or the trips I wish I could be on, I would have missed that gift that was right in front of me. Aust, I want to. I want to make this. I want to make this even, if I can, make this even more granular. Like and let, like, let's jump into what the, like, what's the dialogue? What's the inner self-talk that goes on? Because I, I'm gonna tell you what it is for me, and then I'd love to hear your reflection mm-hmm. on it. Um, and I, you know, I, I and and I, you know, I listen to business talks all the time, and and you know, a business, you know, a, a motivator will go into a to a business and say, why are you, well, you know, why aren't you here? Why are you failing? Why aren't you succeeding? And people will say, well, I don't have the time. I don't have the money. I don't have the, you know, I don't have the ability to travel. I don't have like all of the I don't mm-hmm. haves. Um, and 
for me, when, when I go through, when I go, like, we could just jump back to my example, I guess, right? When I'm sitting around, I'm like, damn, like, I don't have the money that, that my competitors have. I don't have a, 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 f- a fleet of people <laughs> right. who are making content all day. And right after that moment, I say, okay, but what do I have and what can mm-hmm. I do to stand out and to compete and to and to sell more games essentially mm-hmm. and to inform more people and i think too many people they they stop before getting to that last part of what can i do what like how am i unique mm. what can i do that they aren't doing they just stop at well i don't have the i don't have the i don't have the money done conversation right. over no it's not possible i you know i don't have the money it's not possible done and it's like that we we stifle ourselves by not taking that next step and just saying what, you know, and this would be my challenge to everybody. If you're ever saying that, like, I don't, I don't have this and you're just acknowledging the resources that you don't have, just take it one step farther. And right after that, just say, what do I have? I love that. And my dialogue, my internal dialogue, especially this year with like 2020 as the example I was just sharing was, I got to say, there's also this competitive side of me that likes when some of the tough times hit because there's also a part in my mind that thinks all documentaries are pretty much canceled right now, especially if you're looking back into that like late March, April, unless you were doing a film about coronavirus, it was like done. Even client work for videographers, like everything was like shut down. And in my mind, I go, Ooh, Ooh, here's a chance. Dude. I got an image of you right now with a hoodie and a hood lamp on right now. Just going, <laughs> just hoodie and hood lamp, like time, time to, go. to go, right? Time to go. Now's the moment when everyone's going to be thinking like you just said, I don't have the money. I don't have the access. But now here's a time for me to actually figure out creative ways to get that step up. Everyone else is sitting down. Let me stand mm-hmm. up, baby. Let me stand up and run. You know how I do it. Let's, Let's go. go. Let's go. So that is going to lead us into our Go Get It Challenge of the week. The Go Get It Challenge is a chance for you to take action steps towards the principles that we talked about on this week's episode. And your Go Get It Challenge for this week is to think about where you want to get to. It's okay to take that little peek, but then come on right back to the room you were in. And I want you to do some thinking about how beautiful and abundant the room is that you are currently in. Take stock of what you do have, whether you wanna write it out or just lay back and think, meditate on it, whatever it is, think about the destination, but don't think about the resources that all them have over there. Think about what you do have and how to leverage that to the best of your ability. Realize that we got this we got this thing in between our ears, man. The brain is an amazing thing. And if you call on it, if you call on it, it will answer the call. Mm. But it needs to be called on. Don't let it lie dormant. Call on it. Be creative. Look at what's around you. Appreciate everything that you have at your disposal. And then you will be able to achieve what you want to achieve. Thank you so much for listening. We love you. Check out the Go Get It podcast now on youtube at the hunter austin youtube channel we'll put a link to that in the show notes and also we are dropping teasers 
pretty much every day some of our highlight clips from the episode over on the Go Get It Pod Instagram profile. That is at Go Get It Pod. Let us know what you're liking about the show. If you can leave a rating and review on iTunes, that really helps our visibility. And we want to keep sharing the optimism, the positivity, the growth mindset that we're trying to put out into the world. So all of you who are here at the beginning of this journey, we thank you. And this week, remember to go get it. Go get it. <laughs>